When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rakari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right. We're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you. So visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. Hello there, avid podcast listener. I know you enjoy the delicious sounds of Tim's voice in your ear holes during these podcasts, but have you considered taking some time to go check out his stream at fb.gg darkness429 lately? Have you thought about it? Let me explain why you should. Not only will you be able to join the cult community, but you will be able to enjoy staring at Tim's meat every time he shows it on stream because he just incessantly shows his meat. This deliciously smoked meat. It's it's incredible, and it's better to watch it live. So give him all your stars. fb.gg slash darkness429. Check, check, check. Mike, check. Hey, Kevin, say something. Perfect. It's just me on the track, not you. Hitting record again. Now I'm nervous. You say something. Hello. We're fine. We're good. We're good. I'm warming up my mouth and my voice. <laughs> do you do this before Aww. stream every morning? I do. I do. So actually, when the intro is running, I go, oh, but I mute my mic. But I'm just like, ha, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's me. That's the, I that, love that, is, that. That whole two minute like intro is me warming up my voice to make sure I don't sound. I don't go. <gasps> yeah, I love that because that's happened before. This is the intro to this, the podcast, isn't it? I love it. This is totally the intro to the podcast. Yeah. It, 
Oh, well, we have to do the countdown, so oh. welcome to... All right, they're going <laughs> to... Now you're... Guys. <laughs> Kevin, I think I'm going to throw up. Uh, okay, we're good. It was just fun. We're good. It worked too well. Uh, welcome to episode 56 of Star Wars and Scotch. We have to do the countdown, though. Yeah. Okay, let's let's do the countdown and then a proper intro. So, Mac. No, no, this is the intro this week. We're yeah? doing we're doing the cold intro. We're doing no, it. We're see, doing this it. is why this is why hyperspace podcasts <laughs> is more popular than us. But this is why we have that charm and je ne sais quoi about us. <laughs> why well, listen to other Star Wars four, podcasts? I'm like these guys are three, professional. Three, two, two one. one. <laughs> <laughs> this is so. Before we started. I sent him oh an article and he was listening to the to the folks over at Hyperspace Podcast and he was like, Kevin, they have an intro song. It's so professional. Wow, this is amazing. And then we just cold introed this one just I can't believe so we cold terribly. This. So terribly. So we, the dichotomy here is just fantastic and I'm enjoying it. Are we really gonna put this up on on Spotify? One hundred percent. we are we are we're like the Rebel Alliance. We are the scum and villainy of the of the galaxy. We are. We are the uh, the 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 men on the ship being choked by Vader huh? uh, at the end of Rogue One podcast. <laughs> That's us. That's me and Tim. I don't. I'm not sure where we're going with this analogy, but all right, I'll take it. I'm talking like the lowest of the low on the Rebel scale. Oh, Although, I thought you just meant guys just getting choked out. They were. Right. If you're into that, that's fine. Um, but yeah, well, welcome to Star Wars and Scotch. What are you drinking, Tim? What flavor? Not Scotch. This is um, I'm drinking some King's Coast coffee, of course, and this is the Dawn Patrol. Oh, I am drinking uh, our good friend Trevor May and his oh. blend. Oh, I actually talked to Trevor yesterday. Is he a happy man now that baseball's over? I asked him how baseball's doing. Oh, Tim! <laughs> I asked. I was like, Trevor. Okay, I didn't ask him personally that. Trevor goes, I'm uh, I'm going to go stream. I'm going to start the stream. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And he's like, I'm going to be gone for a little bit because I haven't streamed in a while. So I'm going to chat. And I was like, how quick before someone asks how baseball is going? And he just oh, goes, no. Thanks. <laughs> See, that hurts me equally because I'm a Met fan. So you asked him, I would yell about Trevor all year. I'd be like, and then Trevor blew the star at the gym in the morning. It was great. I just yelled. I just said, go, Trevor. Yeah, that whenever the Mets were on at my house or we'd be at a bar or something, Tim would be like, Go Trevor! He's yep. not in the game. Doesn't matter. Oh, when we were in New in York. The, he could be out in the in the pits, in the the stands. I don't care where he is. The He's, bullpen? Yeah, that. <laughs> not the pit. <laughs> you you literally summoned him that one game when we were in New York for Kings Coast. And it was on at the hotel bar. Oh, yeah. And you were like, Trevor! And then the next Come inning on, he Trevor! comes trotting out. Trevor just walks onto the field. <laughs> Oh man. Anyways, kingscoastcoffee.com. Head on over to King's Ghost Coffee. Get yourself some uh Trevor Mayday roast or a, a Dawn Patrol. They're delicious. You can't go wrong. Honestly, with the multitude of coffee that is at your disposal over at kingscoastcoffee.com, you can't have a bad cup of coffee. Guaranteed. Nope. Unless you know what? You could probably do that with espresso. You could probably put an entire, you know, you could do like the a, a, a Kuntash. You know, or you could put a bow breaker in there in your coffee machine, and I guarantee you it'll still taste great. Wayne will be mad that you did it, but it'll mm. still taste great. Oh, no, Tim. Oh, my God. What? I just got an email. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser early bookings launched today. As a valued annual pass holder, you have the opportunity to book your adventure today for Voyages Margaret. Ah! 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 I have to do this. Can I do this? No, no, you don't, you don't want to do that. 
I'm doing it right now for you, me, are and you? Ben. Wait, you, I can't click it yet. Are, the three of us are gonna stay on a cruise ship. Do you have a better plan? I just figured it was stupid expensive, and we wouldn't want to go do this. It's for the vlog. Oh, it's a business write-off. Nice. Yeah. Woohoo! Oh my, dude, is this? Am I? No. Am is I this able to book of this show? right now? Yeah, it is now because I'm live booking. Oh, I can't click it yet. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! This entire episode could be Kevin's experience of trying to get onto the cruise ship. Oh, I guess it's not open yet. Check availability here, and then call. Oh, I have to call with the booking code. Ah, uh, ah, uh, should we stop the show so I can call? <laughs> sure, why the fuck not, Kevin? You know what? Yeah, let's just stop it. No, 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 no. I'll call afterwards. There's plenty of open spots. It's for pass holders only. I'm going to book this today. I'm doing it. Are you okay with That's, that? Yeah. yeah. Kevin, does a bear poop in the woods? Is the Pope I'm just Catholic? making sure. I'm just making sure. We got to text Ben. You know, does a fat ben. kid love eating cake? Yes, I'm just, Kevin. I'm going to text Ben. Ben, uh, hold on. I'll... As I do, I will read while I tech. Uh, Man, this uh, this show is just. We should ben, start from the beginning. I can book Galactic Star oh, Cruiser early because I'm a pass holder. I like how he rubs it in my face. I'm Going a pass holder for you, me, and Tim for the vlog. Okay. You're benefiting from the fact that I'm still a pass holder. Yeah, no, I'm gonna get. I'm getting my tickets this week, Kevin. I know, but I'm just saying. Okay, can we start from the beginning? <laughs> for my, I, for I have to call that number later. We just. We just I just got that email right now. Too. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's hot. I feel like the, the mouse planned that one out. They were like, "Okay, send it now." <laughs> yeah, we can add that. We can just add that into the. And Kevin got an email. <laughs> <laughs> all right um while that distracted me well let's segue straight into the galactic star cruiser they announced that uh folks will be able to start booking by the end of the month uh but apparently pass holders can book early with this this code so i'm gonna do that there's a ton of availability so i'm not really worried tim i just looked at it so we can wait till the end of the show have fun but, editing this one max <laughs> oh no no he's leaving this all in this is organic good green material so they released the uh, floor plan of the ship today, yeah. or yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, earlier this week. I think it was leaked. I don't think it was released, to tell you the truth. Oh. Um, so we have the, are you ready? We have the bridge, which they said will be interactive. We have the launch pod deck. I'm going to assume that is either how you get in and yeah. or out. Yeah, th yeah, it's a dock. So that, I would assume that's where you come in and, uh, and out concierge atrium will probably just be awesome oh kevin do you see what's there the chandrilla collection i have a feeling that's a store but the chandrilla collection huh we've heard that name a lot kevin mm -hmm. that's pretty cool uh sublight lounge which i'm assuming is a bar and a restaurant they have bathrooms, so that's good. I love that the elevators are called turbo lifts. As they should be. Oh, I just, I, I, I just, I love it. Crown of Corellia dining room. Uh, cargo hold engineering room. Are these, like, available to the, I'm assuming these red blocks. I'm on deck 4F, by the way. There is a brig! There's a brig, Tim! No there's, way. Is there there's really a brig! Kevin, can we, oh, there's not a lot of cabins. No, it's very small. It's a personalized wow. experience. So you've got, okay, so you've got deck four. 
and that has rooms one. So so it starts off with one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And so we, four four dash one two three four dash eleven four dash one hundred one. We so also goes, don't know, Tim. We don't know if there's other decks because if you see, it's four A five and seven. We don't know if there's a six. We don't know if there's other decks. Oh, this it looks like the leaked. deck. Well, deck four goes pretty far. So and then deck five is another cabins, and then deck seven is more cabins. So there's three. So on this map, there's three floors for cabins, and inside the cabins, it looks like how many rooms you got there, Kevin? Uh, we got one, two, one, three, four, two. five, six, seven, 14, 14 per block. So, so one, 14, two, three, 28, four, five, six, 42. So it's nine, nine times 14 is going to be, hold on. I got this. It's a hundred, a hundred. Hold on. Hold 146, 146 Sounds, room. That's right? my math checks out with you on that one. Um, yeah, and you can see the larger one on deck seven. See it? The suite. Oh, I forgot about the big boy rooms. Yeah, deck seven all the way to the right. Sorry, it's 100. Did I say 126? You said 146. Sorry, 126. Nine times 14 is 126. Yeah, because the bigger rooms cut off, so they're not the same amount on each floor. But yeah, see the on deck seven? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at those big rooms. Those guys are big. Those are the suites. Those are like Ooh. six grand a night per person. <laughs> Ooh, those are that's nasty. Okay, so where's this brig at? Uh, go to deck four F. Uh huh. Underneath the engineering room, the line that goes out. And it yeah. Says so, so Chad, it looks like a lot. Chad, listeners, people, the 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 wonderful people who are listening to this. So a lot of the you can't see this. So just imagine the front of the ship, the nose, like where a lot of like in any Star Wars cruiser of any like large cruiser stuff a lot of the stuff happens in the front the front part of the ship a lot of the back a lot of the stuff that happens in the back end especially like within like the uh within the republic uh a lot of the main stuff happens in the front and then like always those ships have like massive engines in the rear um to get them from one end of the galaxy to the other of course like you know because they have to go from the outer rim all the way to the core worlds and and back and forth um so long haul cruisers have these massive engines and so a lot of the stuff that's happening on the quote unquote cruiser is all happening within the front of the ship. All of the entertainment and everything looks like multiple layers. So we've got three, three levels, if you will, that you are allowed to go up and down on. And then all of the cabins are kind of pushed off into the middle of quote unquote the ship. And then it looks like there's nothing else past the cabins. So this will be. And and so if we we have a hundred and hundred and twenty six rooms, mm-hmm. figure you've got two people per room, right? So you now you're at well, uh, sixty. No. So now you got what sixty three people on the ship? It, no, because keep in mind the rooms are like king or queen bed, and then there's bunk beds for kids in a lot of the rooms. So what do you want to say on average four people per party? Two to four per. So say three per. It's probably the safe bet. So and, that means that four, it means a little. So anywhere between forty to. 40 to 60 people on the ship at any time. So you are going to see the same 60 people for two days <clears throat> on this ship. That's really interesting. Like, honestly, that makes me feel really, well, one, it makes me feel safer knowing that, you know, it won't be like among uh, like thousand people and like, in like a, like you would like on a, on like a Royal Caribbean cruise or anything like that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's actually and like the spacing with all of the places you can go to the dining rooms, um, the engineering rooms, the bridge, the, the sublight lounge, like there's the, the atrium. There's a lot of places that you can go and hang out in, but I would assume they're going to want you to get off the ship and into the park as much as they want you on the ship, right? You you can go to Batu. So, I mean, they're not going to stop you. Can you just you get off whenever you want? No, there's times. If you look at uh, the official website. We looked, uh, we looked, now, we, last time we talked about this, we looked at the scheduling and they actually have like the full right. two day schedule out. And there were times of like coming to Black Spire Outpost, quote unquote, and getting off and going and exploring. But that's going to like, honestly, for me, that's kind of restrictive. But I have to remind myself that you're going in with the mindset of LARPing. You're essentially live action role playing for two days straight. You're not going to Disney. You're going right, to you're the going Galactic to Star, Star Cruiser. Disney's a, a bonus of it. Right. Uh, and you have to understand that. And the and again, we've, we've discussed this. The whole purpose of this is a portion of your vacation. If you live locally, obviously, like we do, it's much different. Yeah. But if you're coming from out of town, this is a portion of your vacation. You don't stay in a themed hotel like you do with the rest of Disney. You're not staying at Wilderness Lodge or Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know, where the giraffes come up to you every morning. No, this is a really two-day cool, experience or, or you, it ends early on day three. So I'm saying two full-day experience right? Um, that you are you are specifically, specifically attending um, for this purpose of, like Tim said, LARPing. Um the first day again. Do you I, you want me to link you the schedule again, just so you have it? In front yeah, of you. You, but you can you read through it. Yeah, go for uh, it. it. It launched uh, one p.m. on arrival. Uh, launch to Star Cruiser by one thirty. Orientation, light refreshments, uh, sabak oh, lessons hold, start at three thirty. Can we go back to ship orientation? So you you've gone on a cruise, right? Mm-hmm. You know how like whenever you get on the ship and the first like hour you're there, it's always like refreshments and like oh hi welcome you're great here's your room. And yep. then it's just like, burp, burp, burp. attention, attention. Do you think they're going to do the whole like lifeboats and like in case of Imperial takeover or pirates? Like, are they, do you think they're going to do any of that? I think they'll do the actual safety precautions and completely dress it up as Star Wars. Oh my God. Because like we're on land. Like I can understand like actually teaching people like when you're on a cruise ship, how to like, just like when you're in an airplane, like how to put on your life vest and like all that stuff. But like we're on a, we're on a we're in a building. It's not a real it's not a real ship. So like you ever you ever think by the end of this century we'll be dead and gone that they will actually well, be true. taking they'll be actually taking this out to space and doing like a Kevin, star the first, cruiser. The first space hotel is scheduled to open twenty twenty five. I know that's so what like, I mean. The thought the thought of actually going on like a space cruise in our lifetime really isn't that far off but a star wars themed space cruise yeah okay like a star War, okay like a star wars space themed cruise ship is one thing but i mean like to actually go like on a space cruise like that idea isn't that crazy far-fetched now which is nuts it to sounds talk about. so fun but at the same time it's if you take a cruise on the water and something breaks down you'll most likely be okay if you take a cruise into space and something breaks down <laughs> You're in space. <laughs> no one can hear you scream. No, nope. like you know, that's the scary part about it. Like that's full on alien. Uh, so we, you have sabak lessons, then a muster, captain's reception, dinner featuring live music, the outer rim regalia. Uh, what is what is that going to look like? Are they going to have just like a bunch of just like really poor people walk through the walk through the ship? 
I don't know, the unexpected story moment. So this is where you branch out into that LARPing stuff, bridge training, and then atrium entertainment. So I believe it seems like short bursts of things to do. So you're never going to be bored. Uh, and, and I'm sure they don't oh. want people aimlessly wandering around either. They want them engaged with the activities so they can control your experience. This um, is cool. So there's different story moments throughout yeah, the ship. They, they said you're going to be assigned like something when you get there and that's who you are. And then you can LARP that out with the actors on the ship. Yeah. So, uh, so it looks like. So unexpected story moment, for example, you might prove your metal to join an elite smuggling ring. I just stow away to help the resistance. Like, could you imagine like this guy comes up to you and just like puts this data pad on your on the table and is like, don't give this to anyone and just walks away. You I know, like that's what it's like. But that's the thing. Like in like in the way they've set this up is like, that's how it could be. Here's another story moment. For example, you might broker a deal for a heist arrange to steal a ship from the first order. Like what? That's so cool. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Breakfast man. the next day. Uh, so your day ends at 845. So I'm assuming you can go to the lounge after that. And here's why I think they control how many people are on here. Because they yeah. don't want the lounge to be so crowded like it is in the parks to the point where you can't enjoy yourself and get a drink. So I think they do the control on purpose. So again, you're paying a lot of money for this experience. They want yeah. you to get your money's worth. So if you do want to stay up till 11 o'clock and drink, you can. Yeah, and and, um, and breakfast is super early, so like day two is yeah, they get it you looks going. Like, looks like looks like park day, and what's neat, and like you said, Kevin, having a smaller group also allows them to get everybody onto rides easily, and just like okay, we've got this this block, or they or they they break it up into smaller blocks, I'm like hey, we've got fifteen people, here we go, and then so like the guests don't feel cheated because that just looks like a normal fast pass line when they just cut in front of everybody, and they're like, oh, mm -hmm. these are fast pass people. And again, so, this is this is perspective, so this can change. This is a sample itinerary on right. the Disney World website. I just like uh -huh. how it just like day two flows really cool. I'm just like looking at it. It's like breakfast in the morning, and then you get on the transport shuttle to Batu, which is literally, literally, you walk out of the place into the into the <laughs> the theme park, which is cool. But they're gonna do just like they do in Rise of the Resistance, where you think you're on this shuttle taking you from the ground to space. And then vice versa, taking you from space back to the ground, which is really I have cool. a feeling. I have a feeling. So you know how Disney employees like scan your your pass or your magic band or whatever? Yeah, of course. I have a feeling it's going to be uh, First Order troopers scanning you. Oh, when you get off the ship? Yeah, like and saying like, move along, you know, scan. I need to see your identity card, like harassing you as you get off the ship and enter Batu. Yeah, this is so I mean, like, again, just so everybody understands like where we are in the timeline as well. We are in episodes eight, between eight and nine. Yeah. And so the First Order is at the, the height of their power. Um, the the New Republic has been uh, just demolished. Um, the the, uh, the Has, uh, Hasnian Prime has been destroyed. And so, like, I'm still trying to figure out where the heck this cruise ship came from and why they're operating during war. Um, that's, well, you have I, I would love to learn the story of this. You have to remember in in Force Awakens, the planets, the core worlds are continuing as normal in the scene where they they uh, use the um, what the hell is the weapon called? I get all my super weapons mixed up. So you're talking about we're talking about uh, Ilum Starkiller base on Starkiller base. 
um, when they when they use Starkiller base to blow, like the planets are continuing business as usual, even though there's a war going on. Well, it's no, even no, the same the, in, in the original trilogy. But too. that happened in episodes. But that happened in episode seven. Like Hosni, the Hosnian Prime system, like that's where the New Republic was set up and was like essentially was the new Coruscant. Right. And so then they blew it up. But then even in, in, in the next one, the casino planet, things are just Yeah, but that along. was an Outer Rim territory. The Outer Rim always behaved like that. That was like... Yeah. The, how do you know we're not in Outer Rim? Isn't Batu in the Outer Rim? Batu is in the Outer Rim, but where did this spaceship come from? It's a Star that's, Cruiser. It's a cruiser. Yeah, but where, is, but where is it leaving from? Is it leaving from Coruscant? Oh, is it like... That's what, what I'm trying saying. to figure out. Is like, why is this... Like, if we're going... Why are we taking this? This is me just being a super Star Wars nerd, and I just wanted to have answers. If we're taking oh, they'll this have an super answer for you. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I want to ask. I'm like, Captain, where did we come from? Um, so like, you've got the Star Cruiser, and it's leaving the core system. Why would why would anyone in their right minds want to leave the core worlds and go all the way out to literally to as far as you can possibly go? You have to remember, Batu is right on the edge of the outer rim in unknown space. All of like all of the weird stuff, like the stuff from Thrawn, like they started to encroach on galactic space, and and Batu was was a was a war ground at one point. We had we had um, Thrawn and Vader fighting together over the skies of of Batu fighting against the Grisk, and like that's the coolest part is the Grisk were there and they were they were messing stuff up. And then Thrawn comes by and saves the day at Black Spire Outpost. So it's just like, there's some really cool lore around all of this, but I want to know why the heck are we going there? I, you haven't been to Galaxy's Edge and for folks have who not. haven't, and for folks who have, you can attest to this. The RP that the Disney employees uh, play along with is impressive. I told you all about when my son was wearing his R2 shirt and they were telling my son you know, oh, we've heard of the legendary R2-D2. He, you know, he went That's on so adventures with Master Luke Skywalker. He's like, he's a legend, you know, things like that. Um, even when I was drinking the the um, blue milk and I got it confused with the green milk that Luke drinks, the employee Wait, corrected me. Luke drinks me. green milk? Oh, when he's uh, in exile on uh, whatever that oh, planet is Oh, I called. thought we were talking about in episode four. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that stuff was blue. So they have the blue milk and the yeah. green milk. I was drinking the blue milk and I turned mm. to Danielle and I said, this is what Luke is drinking in um, The Last Jedi. And the employee said, I think you're getting it confused with. And he went through the whole thing. He's like, that's what they serve in the cantinas all around the galaxy. Most notably on the cantina at Moss Eisley and Tattoo. Like he went oh. in full RP, corrected me. And I was like, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. That's so this awesome. <laughs> that's what I want, dude. I want to RP with get. somebody so hard. They all do it. They all are, are so excited to be there working from my experience. Obviously not the folks in the in the probably like the dining areas and whatnot, but the ones who work in the lightsabers and the droids and, and all of that stuff, they play along. Although I even be, in the dining areas. I would areas, be really impressed if everybody was RPing. Like if we literally, in the, if our waiter <laughs> is RPing and I the person who they turns are. the beds down is RPing and like all of that, like I'm going to be so blown away. And that'll make, and that'll explain are. why it costs so much because you are literally in a performance from beginning to end. They... So Danielle came back as she went to get food for us uh, and we, we grabbed a table and they she comes back and she's like, Kevin, what the fuck is a credit? 
and I'm uh. laughing because when they told her how much it cost, they were like, that's going to be 24.77 credits. And she was like, what is I don't have credit like and they were like, you can use your, she goes, you can use your debit card. She wouldn't break character to tell her like it's money. Just we have to say this. Like I that's can imagine how, seeing Danielle being like, she came I back have to me. She's credit like, card. Like she's that's like, what I, I have. She said credits. Is that like a Star Wars thing? And I'm like, yeah, it, it, it actually is. So you know, you go into the store. I bought the crystals for me and Audrey when we went. Yeah. We got the yellow and white crystals, and uh, um, uh, you know, the same thing. I said credits. Which, by the way, there was a guy on TikTok. I sent it to you who got one of the black. I saw it. That's dark saber so crystals, dope, dude. And Audrey's like, Dad, we have to go back and keep buying red crystals till I can get them. And I was like, You need to work a few more hours at Pizza Hut because I am not drunk <laughs> down that hole with you. How much are they? They're 15 bucks a piece. I would spend a hundred bucks. And if I didn't pull it, then that's enough for me. I'll try that's again fair. tomorrow. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> I mean, hundred dollar limit on, on lightsaber pulls. 15, 15, a change to white was 100% worth it for me. I mean, I, I go in my closet cause it doesn't have any windows and I just turn that shit on sometimes. God, you're I'm such like, a nerd. I would do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so when, when I get the dark saber, because that comes next month. I just had that like, realization that my Darksaber shows up soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to freaking just swing the thing around. I want to see if there's any more Black Series uh, Revan lightsabers. Because I want to get one of those oh, from my office. I missed out on that one. Yeah, I, I missed out on the pre-orders. But it should be available-ish now. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna look. I would love to put one in my office for Christmas. Do you, do you find... One. Okay, so now that... Okay, so I feel like this is a nice natural transition mm-hmm. for us here on the show. Do you think that was why they put the, the Revan stuff out first was to ease us into the announcement of kotar yes so the the, my thought process there is the naming they know how deep we we nerds get into star wars so they knew naming one of the legions from rise of skywalker on exegol the revan legion would Mm -hmm. be the first would be the first crumb that we needed to follow the breadcrumb trail right because everyone's like aha yeah, it was like, he's canon. Like, everyone freaked out. And mm-hmm. I'm sure they just nodded and went, uh-huh, we know. Um, and it made a few of, uh, I think, two other Sith canon as well. Um, so that was the first piece. And then they were like, oh, by the way, Black Series is coming out. And everyone's like, whoa, 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 that doesn't mean it's canon. But at the same time, you're like, come on. They're prepping us. They're conditioning us. So, uh, and then you have the the game. Now, Adhering to the theory that Tim and I came up with, with the gaming universe might be the old where the old Republic lives for now. That's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is during celebration next year, which we expected that to be the announcement, but I'm sure that's yeah. the first time we'll see gameplay. It's not a foreign concept to think we might see an animated series or something in the old Republic to go alongside of the release of the game and begin the storytelling in three separate eras of Star Wars at the same time, which is just heaven for a nerd. You know, next year is so huge for nerds because oh, you have yeah. celebration, which is going to come with two years worth of pent up, not announcing jack shit. Villarie's <laughs> so frustrated. And, and then in September, you have the Amazon Lord of the Rings show. I mean, next year is a prime year, and Galactic Star Cruiser is next year. Prime year for nerds. Prime year. Prime, prime, prime. So I'm excited. Uh, on that front and and we'll see speaking you, of high republic just real quick before we before we, we we move on to high republic and we talk about all of that when it comes to celebration do you feel like because we went from the last celebration that we had was the announcement of episode nine we had we had the emperor come out and 
Roll it again. again. You know, it's just like all of that. Like we, 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 like you said, we came off such a massive high from the last celebration. Do you think that no matter what, people are going to be disappointed just because they are going to set the expectations so high? And that they're just going to be just naturally just disappointed with whatever happens at celebration, or do you think people are really just they're they don't care what it is as long as they get some crumb of Star Wars announcement, they'll be satisfied. Both, because okay. there is a large contingency of Star Wars fans that want what they want, and if you don't give them what they want, they cry bitch and whine. Well, sure, I mean, like that's like that everywhere, right? So, but it's it's very prevalent. We have with that with Star Wars communities. So, I mean, it's it's yeah. And yeah. I, I, I 100% see that being a thing. My biggest thing is I don't care what they're going to announce. I'm excited for new stuff. I'm, I'm positive we're going to see the we're going to probably get the release dates in trailers for the Obi-Wan show, the Andor show, the Rogue Squadron movie, probably start to get teasers for things like Acolyte and whatnot. Mm hmm. I, a lot of it's going to be focused on TV, especially because Bob Chapek, he's big on Disney Plus and TV and movies. He's not really a park gaming guy. Yeah, right. But at the same time, I think we're going to see Jedi Fallen Order 2 teaser. I think we're going to see gameplay from Coder. I think they're going to announce Battlefield uh, Battlefront 3. I, I think this is going to be a, a big celebration. No pun intended. Sure, pun intended. I'm fine with that. And I think it's going to come with that mixed mixed reaction that it always comes with. But at the end of the day, guess what? Uh -huh. They're printing money with Star Wars, and they're going to keep pumping out the content because we keep consuming it. Yeah. Because even the people that hate it consume it so they can complain about it. You're not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> You're 100% right. I know I'm not wrong. So that, <laughs> that that's my two cents on that. Yeah. Okay. Fair. High Republic. High Republic. They, uh, the IDW comics, which I am halfway through, I have not finished, introduced a good old friend of ours. Apparently, in the newest issue, they, uh, Padawans go to meet our good friend, Maz Kanata. Dude, how old is she? Well, she says the castle's been there for 400 years in The Force Awakens. Did she so, build the castle with her own hands now? Like, I, I mean, hope like, so, because Maz the vibe is a freaking, that I'm getting. Maz is a freaking badass. <laughs> she is a badass. I, I'm just surprised that she's been around that long. Like she's essentially as old as old as Yoda. Yeah, and the, the the scene from it is in here. Uh, she's with these these folks, and there's a baby involved. And I'll let you all read it. The art. So, so I like the story better in the IDW ones. The Marvel ones are great, but I like the story better in IDW. But the art yeah. is such a departure from the IDW one. Is a little bit more. Uh, visceral uh, compared to the Marvel one. Okay. Um, and it's got a little bit more of an edge to it. The Marvel ones are great and they're fun and they they are dark, especially with the, the, um, the drain gear. But this one, the only thing I, I'm not crazy about uh, in comparison to Marvel is the art style. I, I, the art style looks like a high school project. Yeah. Not gonna lie. A, like it, in the, it just looks like, it looks like old, cartooning and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that it, it definitely feels like they embrace the older style of cartooning like you would find in like classic spider-man or batman comics mm -hmm. um okay but we have to talk okay why does maz look exactly the same she looks exactly the same as she did in episode seven she looks a little younger like slightly but that also might be okay. the art i think that might be the art like everything about her like as soon as i saw her like i'm literally seeing this for the first time 
I need to know more about her as a character because I, there are there, the there's a lot of things that are missing now. She she's a collector. The frame she, with the baby, Tim. She's doing the thing where she focuses her her goggles. Where she turns it. Yeah, I see yeah, that. Look, she's like you can turning her goggle. Uh huh. <laughs> He's super cute. Yep. Um. But yeah, like I mean, like we there's so there's so much unknown. We have to go back to the whole. How did she get Luke's lightsaber? That is the biggest, biggest question. You know, like, there are so many questions about, about Maz that make just none of this makes sense. Like her presence in Star Wars was so abrupt and awkward that they just never like she seemed like a really, really important character. And then I was like, OK, cool. They'll explain the story in episode eight. No. And we see Maz for like 10 seconds and it's a hologram. It was like they thought about her after the fact. It was like, oh, we should maybe mention her again. And then we don't even really see her in episode nine, right? I don't, I don't think she's, I don't in, episode think she's in episode nine at all. And so it's just really weird that you have this character that knows so much and has seen so much now, apparently. She has been, she has been around since the High Republic. She might have been around in the Old Republic. We don't know. Um, she so to she have, 100%, 100%, Tim. 100% her story will be fleshed out in ancillary content, whether that's, that's animated, the part. books, whatever. We'll figure it out. It, it, it can tie well into your theory, though, the clone theory, because if Luke's hand was separated from the lightsaber, you know, the Empire might have got the hand, and then somehow Maz got the lightsaber. The problem is... Or she is found it and just took it to the Empire as, like, she was, maybe she was just on her own. Maybe she was She just hates neutral. the Empire, though, dude. Well, she hated the Empire in Episode Seven. I wonder at one point she she was working for the Empire. What if she was like a, a junker or something? Like, I don't know. Like I'm trying to. I just I don't understand how she came in possession of like literally one of the most important objects in all of Skywalker Saga is literally Anakin's lightsaber. Like that is like there's so much to that story because the last time we see that lightsaber in Anakin's hand is when he fights Obi Wan. And, and so she knows for, what she has too. She knows exactly what she has. There was no, and that, and that's the craziest part is that she knows Anakin. She knows who Vader is. She knows who Luke is. Like personally, like there is a there is a personal connection there between those two characters. And so for her to have this lightsaber held in her possession for so long in the crypts of her castle, to just like someone just fi just finding it and then her not saying anything about it just seems strange the, all of it is just strange so I'm, I'm a little i'm a little frustrated that they reintroduced her so early into the timeline without flushing out any of the skywalker saga stuff do you i wish they would have just wars, gone dude? back come on come on do you i know we, and we're always saying the timelines are just <laughs> the, the way they tell the stories are disjointed to then create a full timeline but when it comes to someone who's so important like it's it's just like snoke like they never gave Snoke enough time to breathe, and then you read the the and then you read the Kylo comics comic and, it's just and you like, were like, "Oh my god!" Like what? You should have put that in the show. And it linked to High Republic. It was so much information. But imagine if that was. Imagine if you had that aha moment on screen. You know, like that's the frustrating part is that they introduce this to the 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 normal like just average Star Wars fan. In the cinematics, because like that—that that is your entry point. The entry point is always going to be your movies, and so entry point into new trilogy, we introduce two characters. We introduce Snoke and we introduce Maz, both very, very interesting, 
and you think, okay, cool. This is the beginning of the trilogy. They're going to flush all their characters out as we go along episodically, right? You get into episode two. Snow gets cut in half in like the most underwhelming way possible. And Ma shows up in a hologram for 30 seconds. But then two years later, we then get them reintroduced in a different, in a different lens in a comic book. So for me, as someone who's very passionate about Star Wars, that's okay. That's fine. I know that there is an avenue to get the information that I'm looking for. I just have to go through the comics to find it or through the books. But for your basic Star Wars fan, this is where I get frustrated is because those types of people either don't have the time, the energy, or the want to go looking for this information. And so they find a podcast or they find, you know, they, they, they'll go to Wikipedia or whatever. But like, again, think about how many people went through that and were scratching their head like, I don't get it. So the other side of that coin, taking the the quality of the movies and putting that aside, because I do think they need to improve on that and give more. They have to give people who read the comics and the books meat to be able to sure. do so. Of course. And this is one of those probably little token things like the whole Luke saga that's unfolding and the, the bounty hunter stories with Boba now. That is something they're giving to folks who search for the ancillary content and don't just go to Wikipedia. But do you think that it was a because they recognized that they had a f up and they just instead were like, oh, that's fine. We'll just fix it. But we'll fix it in in all of the mediums that not the majority is looking for. 50 to 60 percent of the way they storytell, I believe, is because they want to either retcon, fix or change something that they previously put into another piece of content or, you know, George Lucas did something. It was dumb. And Filoni's like, all right, we got to make this. This and that's so the frustrating part is like I feel like as we as like as we get older as Star Wars fans, I find myself more and more frustrated. And don't get me wrong. I will forever love this IP. Like, I don't think there's anything that anyone could ever do to make me not love Star Wars. But at, I'm starting to get more and more frustrated with the way that they're storytelling in all of these different mediums. Like, I, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to the time when we get to Star Wars and it just feels like it flows well. And I feel like they're starting to get that with the High Republic. I finally feel like in the High Republic, it makes sense because we, we got the books, we've got the comics, and then like and then we'll get the shows, you know, in a couple of years. And so, like, that will feel like a very, very natural progression. And I'm glad they're finally doing this way. And I feel like I, I'll, I will feel better about it. But, like, the Skywalker saga, they've got to stop. Like, I feel like it's just a hard stop. Like, they they either, like, I feel like they need to stop adding stuff to it. You know, yeah. like, and, and then now they're going back and they're fixing all the holes. And it's starting to make sense. But now, now you're taking Maz and you're reintroducing her so far back into the timeline. It's just, yeah. it's, it's hard. Like, it's really, it's hard for my brain to just work with it. Don't worry. When you're in your 60s, it'll all make sense. I'll probably forget half of this. <laughs> I don't even know, like, who? who? I would hope in your Vader? 60s you're not forgetting all of this. <laughs> who knows? If I said streamer, 90s, I would expect that. Streamer but your brain's 60s. a real thing, dude. <laughs> oh, Tim, who, come on. Who knows? <sighs> Tim, 60s, Tim. We'll be enjoying life still. Don't worry. Golden years. <laughs> We'll be we'll be going on Galactic Star Cruiser for the twentieth time. <laughs> all of the all the people are like, these guys are back again. <laughs> oh, it's them. These nerds. It's like, sir, if you could not bring your own costume, that'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> hey Tim, please stop hanging off the ceiling. 
Okay, it's not your gym. We Mr. Bowman, you, you are not a Jedi. Please. <laughs> please stop trying to kill the younglings, Mr. Bowman, please. <laughs> but I brought my own robe. Um, <laughs> and this one works. <laughs> Uh, the other, uh, big, uh, thing, this comes from dorksideofthforce.com and yeah, it's in a bunch like a of real, different, this feels like the onion of star Wars. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, um, uh, a lot going on here. Uh, and this is on multiple applications. Um, but book of Boba Fett, uh, first, as we dive into the rumor, I'm going to read it cause it's easier to do that. This latest leak rumor comes from star Wars news net who have gotten a lot of, uh, Intel recently star Wars news net. 90% of the time is correct too. keep that in mind. All right. Um, according to a report from them yesterday, Boba Fett will be, and this is in reference to book of Boba will be going up against a rancor. You know, the almighty beast Luke Skywalker. We all know what a rancor is as they know in the report. What's unclear what's is what Boba Fett. Stop it, Tim <laughs> is actually doing with the rancor. They provide their own artistic rendering, which you can find online uh, based on what they've heard though. Uh, this is not official concept art from Lucasfilm, but simply a photo they commissioned based on what they've heard. Okay. So this is something that's in the show, rumored, someone made. This is not concept art. Okay. Uh, it's all starting to together, come together. Seeing as Jabba the Hutt apparently is a thing for Rancors, Bad Batch, the team, had a mission to deliver a Rancor uh, named Moochie to Jabba. Uh, and the Rancor that Luke killed was named Patissa. So did Rancors continue to live on in the Hut Palace past Jabba's death? I would say yes. Tim? Yeah. Well, so think about when, when the Rancor died and think about the Beastmaster and when he was all sad. Like, I would assume they had more than just one. I, I highly in, doubt there was just the one Rancor that was there. He's in one of the interludes in aftermath he is he most definitely wandering is. the desert mm -hmm. so doesn't he run master? into Cobb Vanth uh or I don't, am I mixing two, two I think you're I think stories? you're I think you're mixing a couple things okay. up because Cobb Vanth goes and like he kicks some ass when he gets the armor but yeah they um, showed it in the show too and and then well no but like that that part like he was like he got hit he got exiled yeah and then he got the armor and then went back and kicked all them. Like essentially how it happened in, in that episode was how it happened in the book and aftermath. Like he did it twice, which was really funny. Yeah. Um, but anywho, the idea of having multiple rancor, like we saw, we saw Jabba and the, the one rancor job that they did in, um, it, the bad batch. Like yeah, that was another, delivered. that was another one of Jabba's rancor. That's not, so, and that was confirmed. That's not the one that dies. Not, Right, exactly. So it could be this Rancor. Yeah. It could be a really fun tie-in from Bad Batch into the Book of Boba with using the same Rancor. And that Rancor was interesting because it was black and it had like, um, or like a, like a darker gray, like charcoal. And then it had like yellow or like a green, like lines across its face. It was very, very unique looking. It was a really, I don't remember, what was the name of the, of the Rancor? Do you remember? Moochie. Moochie. So it would be really cool if Moochie is the one that, that Boba is riding through Tatooine, but the idea of a lot, like a uh, a full size, fully grown Rancor, walking through the streets of Tatooine sounds terrifying. Moochie also, uh, Moochie, Moochie also acted way different than any other Rancor we had seen with the Bad Batch. Oh no! Okay, so wait, which which Rancor am Omega. I getting confused with? Wasn't there one that was gray? 
Because no. Moochie's not great. Moochie is Moochie's smaller. Moochie's like a like a tan. I yeah, sworn I there was a black raincore that I saw at one point. But anyways, I if we saw if we saw Moochie show up again, that'd be so cool. I would love that. Yeah, Moochie. So this was. Yeah, Moochie is an adolescent female Rancor owned by the crime lord Jabba the Hutt, but Moochie wasn't the wasn't the one that died when when Luke fought it. So no, 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 no. I, no. I could totally see Moochie being the Rancor that is walking through the streets of Mos Eisley on Tatooine. I hope being so. controlled by Boba the Fett. And Moochie, and Moochie was a lot different than like how you would expect Rancors to behave. Like well, rancors, rancors are very territorial. Like, at least how she behaved, and she was very territorial. And then as soon as, um, oh crap, I'm forgetting his name. Big guy. He like headbutted her. When Wrecker headbutted her, then she was very submissive. She was like, ah, okay, you're the dominant person in this relationship. I thought it was really interesting. So I wonder if I wonder if Boba will have to go into that the same way of like trying to coax her into like being cool with him. That'd be fun. I, I'm 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 interested to see because they said it was it was based on the description. So this is fighting the Rancor, but I do wonder. Oh, he's fighting if, the Rancor. I wonder well, if. He, but I, I don't know. The, I want I don't want to see Moochie die. The picture. I did you see the picture? Uh, I didn't want to spoil myself. I'll go look it's, at it. It's it's literally just a drawing, Tim. Uh, oh, okay. All right, it's a drawing. It's a drawing. It's a drawing. All right, let me um, look at this drawing. So I don't know. Could be Moochie. It looks like Moochie, but. Yeah, again, this is someone's drawing based on a description, oh, not on. I like the battle plate. I like the battle plate on the chest. That's pretty dope. Yeah, so I, I guess we'll see. But, you know, I'm assuming that him and, and Fennec are going to go downstairs and be like, oh, there's a Rancor here, too. <laughs> Bonus. And then have to tame the beast. Uh, so we'll see. We will see. I did not get a chance to watch Terrifying Tales because I am currently trying to plow through season three of Castlevania so I can but talk Kevin, about that with Mike. But Kevin, isn't that the Lego canon? Yeah, it's the Lego canon version of... of uh, Man, I can't wait to see this Star one. Wars Halloween. Um, but I'm going to try and watch it uh, next week with my son and then report back. But uh, that's all the Star Wars news today. I have to go book a trip on the Galactic Star Cruiser for me and my co-host and our other business partners. So that is going to be my morning. Uh, I can't believe we're going to do that. I'm doing it right now. So thank you so much for all of, of, of the support. We love you guys. Thank you for uh, for just checking in. We love when you guys tweeted us after you listened to the show uh, and you hear something we got wrong or something that you wanted to chime in on. Tim was having a conversation last week with a few people on a few things. I love it. Yeah, please, I, please, I actually please miss, do that I more. missed that because like that would happen a lot during the live stream. But it, it's really nice knowing that you guys are listening to like the audio podcast. So thank you for engaging with us. Um, and I know Kevin, we're gonna be working on getting like actual like socials for Star Wars and Scotch. It's and, like, already having, to launch. It's just waiting on the marketing yeah, plan. Yeah, so, so, to yeah, come so once we get all that, so you guys just looking start start looking for more updates and more like. Uh, refreshes going on with Star Wars and Scotch and, and everything that we're, we're doing here on, on at Rare Drop. Yeah, and I know I tease things about, you know, the future of what we want to do, and there is there is stuff we want to do, but, you know, we're a small team at Rare Drop, so it takes us time to put things together. And now with Mindy running a lot of the ops and the marketing, she wants us to follow plans to the T, so it's not just us off the cuff being like, yeah, let's, let's, let's yeah, we're not, do that. We're not let's just get... like, we're, we aren't yeah. operating like frat boys anymore. She actually keeps us accountable, and, and that's refreshing. So when I say things are coming, 
I even this morning I was like, Tim, would you be? I don't mind saying that. Would you all and respond to this? Would you all be interested on Facebook Gaming on the Rare Drop channel, not on Tim's channel, doing a monthly show with me and Tim called Swotor and Scotch, where Tim and I do a stream and he plays Swotor for the first time, uh, just for the story, really. So if you want to join our group and kill things with us, great. But just for the story, because I think Tim would really enjoy the there's, story. There's gonna have to absolutely be scotch and i can only have scotch on cheat on cheat meal days and so that's gonna have to be a friday night kevin are you I down do to, are you, you down to night. give up your friday nights once a month to play once star wars a month with you to play yes. star wars with me and drink alcohol i would do that once a month and then guys you know guys and gals and and, and all of our our twi'leks and and ewoks that listen um and we have to make sure the equal equal representation here on, on the star wars podcast so uh, please make sure to tweet at us and let us know if you, an Ewok or a Wookiee, would like to come hang out with Kevin and I and watch us play Star Wars and drink scotch. I have an Ewok companion in the game. That's really hard to get. Oh, well, look at you. What a nerd. Her name's Treak. Aww. And she, when you talk to her, she's like, Oh, hold on. It sounds better if you do this. I also have a Jawa companion. It's like that you have like Jewel. It's like having your daughter with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of exactly. like how Jules sounds. And it's exactly how Jules sounds. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking out uh, episode fifty-six of Star Wars Scotch. Tim and I will be back next week for episode fifty-seven. Uh, and uh, did you finish the book yet? I have. Like they want to hear our opinion like, on the I book. Like, I have like thirty minutes left. We can like we talked about the Galactic Star Cruiser, Kevin, for yeah. thirty minutes. So <laughs> I was prepared. To talk about the last no, finish, High Republic finish book. the book, I'm and done. then I want you to. I, I know want, how it ends. I'm good. Just finish the book. I'm done. Finish we'll the talk, book. It's done. We'll talk about it next week, and then uh, then start to learn a D book. Yeah, no, that's already downloaded. I'm ready to I'm ready to go. Skip that other one. It was I couldn't do it. I'm not uh, anyway, <laughs> have a good one. We'll talk <laughs> to you next week. And as always, may the force be with you. Punch it, Kevin. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.